my, oh my, oh my, it's another episode. Growing up in a blended family and a triple co-parenting situation, which I discussed in my first season. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to the dad episode. I definitely took that openness into my parenting. It just makes things so much easier. Now, to most people, it's weird to be so close with your baby daddy or your baby mama and their family. But to myself and my guest today, it's actually quite normal. Help me welcome my big sister, Kelly, and my little sister, Maria, whom y'all met also last season. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? Hey, hey. Hello, hello. Hey. So all of us have actually remain cordial with our children's family even after leaving that situation would that be correct to you guys yes. yes okay so what do you why do you think it's important to keep those relationships healthy i can go first <laughs> okay. i was um, like crickets crickets yeah <laughs> um i mean honestly because regardless if your relationship ended, the relationship that they're going to have with your children is going to remain forever. And that's just something that you want to be as easy and coherent as possible, regardless of your personal feelings about that person at the time. They're still, them and their family are going to always be around your children. So you want to make it as stress-free as as you can as possible. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, most important first is the children. Um, you set aside those feelings that uh, you had, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, and you just make sure you don't force your children to choose sides and you keep an open mind to everything and um, spare the children the details of what took place in the past and just move forward for them. Agree. I'm, I'm a big believer of not talking down or you know bad about their dads now. Now that they're older, if they ask questions, I'm not going to lie, but I will wait until I feel like they're mentally prepared for the questions that they're asking me just to, you know, not deter how they feel about our situation and and allow them to build their own opinions on whatever it is that they're asking. I definitely agree. In time, that they'll see whatever they need to see, you know, in time Uh regarding the other parent and also the custodial parent as well. They'll see in due time. Exactly. Oh, agreed. I didn't think about that. But okay, so since you guys are still cordial with the not only the father, but the family at the time of breakup, was it like real bad? Did it take time for you guys to get back cordial or was it just natural? I'll go first on this one, Maria. Um, I think ours was more natural because you know how sometimes you stay in a relationship for the kids or, you know, for the family. So, okay. Um, What was I saying? Oh, I was saying in our case, um, when it did finally end, because, you know, it just you, we just drug it out for so long and just kept trying, you know, for the obvious reasons, the child and, you know, family, but it was for the wrong reasons for us. So once it finally was over, it was almost like a sigh of relief for us. Now we can be friends again. Now we can go back to, you know, getting along because that pressure of relationship is not on us anymore. Right. Yeah. And, you know, his parents, they stay neutral. I mean, from all that we went through and um, the time when we broke up, his parents remained the same. His whole family remained the same. And they're still very open to me being around. And that's, that's a little different. Yeah. I hate when a family, like, it just chooses their son's side, even when they know, not in our case or whatever, but even when they know that their son is doing wrong or been doing wrong, like, 
just because that's your son or your family, like, you don't have to be on their side. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, be honest about the situation because that just makes it even more difficult trying to stay cordial for the kid. Yeah, because they got them thinking that they're right. If you're not going to tell them, hey, you're wrong, how you're handling this situation, they're going to continue to handle it in an immature way because they have the backing of their family. Yeah. So, Maria, was yours an easy transition or did it take time to get where you guys are now? Um, it, yes and no. So, it took time for me and him, mainly because, like, we were young. We were, like, 20. Yeah. And, you know, there was just that immaturity there. But for as far as like his mom and him, no, it didn't take any time. Um, and I, w- I don't want to say it took it took time for me and him to get along like one on one. But as far as like, you know, the co-parenting thing, like we never put Makaya in the middle of anything. So that's why I say yes and no. Like, it was an adjustment, like, oh, I can't stand you. I don't want to be around you, but it's still your weekend. Come pick this baby up. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's that healing time that you that you still have to have as an individual. And yeah. then that healing time from the relationship. So that's probably what that was, sis. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I think me and Brandon was, like, a smooth transition. Because with us, we was young, too. But in that's our transition. Yeah, we were friends. But in our transition, he was away at school. So... I was like, well, he's not really here for me to have no, you know, I don't see him often. There's no issues with me, with, you know what I'm saying, just seeing him all the time. So him being gone was easier for me to transition into us being apart. And it just kind of was just natural. I know how I am with Michelle and them, so that was never yeah. an issue. That always remained the same. <laughs> so I think that was, it was a pretty much easy transition for me. When it was just done, I'm like, I'm done. It is what it is. I don't got no issue with you. Like, let's just continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know Maria, you're married now, and um, me and you, Kelly, we're not, but we have relationships. Have you guys had any relationships where your spouse or significant other had issues with how close you are with your child's father and their family? Definitely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was a, it was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. For not this relationship I'm in now, but a past relationship. I mean, when a person's insecure and they're not handling their business, of course, they're going to be a little nervous. But yeah, he didn't like it. I'm like, would you rather us argue and have to deal with that drama? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather us get along? Because in my eyes, I would rather a man get along with his baby mama. Exactly. And his family, I would rather not have the issues. I was talking to Toy while I was writing up his question. So I was like, is it okay that I bring you up in this? He was like, yeah, that's fine. He did not understand it at all, and I, he really still doesn't really understand it. I can I think he just kind of goes with what it is. But for him, he's like, "Well, I didn't grow up like that, so I never seen it." And so he's like, "And when you explain to me how you grew up, he's like, I can understand it a little bit more." So I asked him just today. I'm saying, "If you can understand how I grew up, then why is it so difficult for you to understand why I am the way I am with both my kids' family?" He didn't know how to answer it. So I think it's just still uncomfortable. And it's still, even after six years, he's still like, I don't, like, why? Like, he's cordial with his baby mom and them, but he only speaks to them if he sees them. Hmm. And I think since we've been together, we've had one birthday party together. The rest of it, the mama did what she did, and we did what, what we did with her. And see, we're not used to that. Yeah. You know, we'll com- we combine the families and, and it works. We've been blessed to have um, the other side have good family and 
good parents. Everybody don't have that. So he probably just doesn't, like you said, he's never experienced it before. Mm-hmm. So do you, have you guys ever had a, a birthday party or holiday separate from like they side have one thing and then y'all have another? Yes. In the very, like very, very, very beginning. Like I met, I met Cal on Makaya's first birthday, literally on March 10th, wow. like on her first birthday. Um, so that following year, we did have two separate birthday parties, but that was not my planning. Like I was told last minute, oh, we're not going to come. We're just going to do something different. Wow. Um, so like I said, that first year or so, there was a lot of uh, adjustments and growing pains between, you know, me and her dad and and Kyle. It was just, it, it got it got a little messy. But once again, like I said, we were 19, 20 years old. So mm-hmm. we didn't have, we didn't, you know, we had to figure out what worked so yeah her second birthday was was separate like I said that was it was you know no doing of my own I should say but you know there was you know he had issues with Cal Cal had issues with him and it was just and I it, it never really ever should have been an issue I really don't even remember what it was for because Makai is 16 now <laughs> but, <laughs> you know it was it was a little stupid stuff but that was the only time that there was a separate party for her. After that, you know, he went away to school. His mama moved to Arkansas. So after that, you know, it was just yeah. It was just us anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever had a separate. Well, because you know, I moved to Atlanta after a while. But even all the times we we're in Kansas City, I think it was just one big party. It was never mm-hmm. separate. Mm-hmm. Not so, only celebrate holidays, so they I let them have her every holiday. And then you know we do birthdays together. We do that big family dinner. Yeah. That's really good. I know some people that don't celebrate holidays and they won't let their kids do it on either side. So what how'd you come to that decision where you would allow her to do that even though you don't celebrate it? Well, I used to celebrate holidays and I really feel like it's gonna be her choice once she gets older. I don't need to force Form to what I'm doing in that aspect, unlike other areas. Um, it doesn't bother me. I think once she gets old enough, she'll make the decision for herself. And I know she family, and because it's a lot of them, and they come together. You know, they're either here or they go to Alabama. So um, I wouldn't dare keep because I've made the choice not to celebrate. You know, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, Less celebrating, I allowed her to participate. So I think that's a decision she'll make. On- her dad and grandparents, they know I don't celebrate the holidays, so they know when they come around, they get her. Right. Those basic holidays, yeah. Okay, so when it comes to, like, decision-making, whether it's a punishment or, let's just say, as far as, like, getting vaccinated, those type of things, do you discuss that with, with your child's father first, or do you make the move and then make them aware of it later? I talk to Chancellor's dad first. Um, to see where he stands. Um, I take in consideration everything he says, but I'm going to make the final. I was just going to say that. I'm going to ask you, yeah. but it still might be my final decision ultimately, at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> ultimately, right. Exactly. I just feel like it's good to know, to keep them in the know, especially with stuff like with school. So mm-hmm. yeah, y'all can be on the same page. Like if you have the kid this week, I have next week, we're I still think- aligned. I think that's probably why I didn't do it for so long because he was gone for eight years. 
I had no reason. I don't want to say I had no reason to tell you, but like you weren't here. You know, like like even with you, Chrissy, like you're in Atlanta. What you calling Brandon, telling Brandon, hey, X, Y, and Z gonna it, it all he could say is okay. Because what were you gonna do with this information? You can't do anything with this well, information. I mean he can give me his opinion it. because I still do call. Even though I don't talk to Pooh often when there's something going on with Caden, I still call and tell him. I mean, it, but keyword, you call and tell them. You're not really like like you can give your opinion, but it's like, okay, what am I gonna okay? Well that would be regardless opinion. if I was in town anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, yeah. I still Yeah, that's one of them things like I mean, I'm telling you out of respect, mm-hmm. but it's like ultimately like the decision's mine. Yeah, right. Because the kids with me twenty four seven, basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, are there any things that you don't discuss with them, like at all? Not even get their opinion. Not tell them at all or anything. Mm, girl no. stuff. There, I mean, there's yeah, some girl I, stuff like me yeah. and Chancellor keep between ourselves. You know, hygiene conversations and so forth. You know what I mean with uh, female things. We don't discuss mm-hmm. those things with him at all. Her daddy wouldn't want to know anyway. He gets so freaked out. I was going to say, do their dads try to talk to them about that at all? No. He gets so freaked out about the thought of Makaya getting older that he don't want no part of that conversation. The closest we get to any of that is him combing hair. That's about it. Brandon (laughs) tried to have a conversation. I think I talked about this in another podcast, but he tried to have a conversation about Mo starting her menstrual cycle. Y'all was on FaceTime. And he called her, and I don't even know why he started talking about it, but he was like, you know, you're getting older, you're going to start feeling some changes, and I'm in the kitchen, cooking, so I can kind of hear what he's saying, but I can I can hear him a little bit, but I can see her face, so I'm laughing like, oh, Lord, what's this conversation going to be? So he, she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, you're going to be changing. Yeah, this man said, you're going to get your menstrual. <laughs> She was like, my menstrual cycle? Oh, right. And they're dying laughing like, man, how you going to try to have this conversation and even talking about it right? Like, what did you do? <laughs> At least he didn't look it up and read it offline. At least he did it naturally. Oh, but you know, Mom, what up. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know her face and she was so annoyed. Right. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> That's funny. He gets okay. an A for effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice definitely. try, Dad. Nice try. <laughs> okay, so we both all have more than one baby father. Mm-hmm. And do you all, how do, I, how do I put this question? Does each family interact with the other kids that's not necessarily there? Absolutely, 1,000%. Okay. Yeah. That's probably um, one of my biggest blessings for sure. I would Nana say, does. Who does? Nana does and Mama. Yeah. You know, they, they do, but, um, you know, Sweetie's a little bit older. She still says they're her granddaughters, but, you know, the interaction's not there. But Nana, just from California, still there. Holidays, birthdays, she don't forget those, no matter if it's her granddaughter or not. Mm-hmm. She's always been say, on top of that. Kimara's family, yes, they get them when she goes out there, all of that, birthdays. Caden's family is more so like holidays and stuff mm. that they're interactive with. So it's good either way. <laughs> right. So there's some that don't get, you know, deal at all. Um, 
So how would you guys handle it? Like, let's just say that you didn't get along with the dad or the family. How would how would you try to would you try to fix it or you just let it be? Like, how would you deal with that? I'm gonna be honest. I really don't know because there's really, in my opinion, outside of like someone mistreating my kids, mm-hmm. there's really not a reason not to get along with unless you still want them. And you're upset about you your right relationship. There. <laughs> I completely agree. Your relationship. But right. taking your, yourself out of it, there's no reason not to get along with them, like I said, unless they're mistreating your kids or you want them. If you take those two, if those two are not a factor, there's no reason why y'all not getting, there's no reason why y'all shouldn't get along. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. You're not together anymore. So what is the point of us to be able to get along? Facts. So, Maria, how is um, Kyle and, and Marlena now? Oh, they're great. It's like a it's like a movie. It's like a lifetime movie. <laughs> God knew I needed less drama in my life. I couldn't handle it. They're great. Like sit down, watch football, drink beers. We like when Miss Apple, which is Marlon's mom, when she's doing stuff, cows, you know, it's like we're lit- like if you look up one big family, one big happy family in a dictionary, it's gonna be a picture of us. Cause we all get along. <laughs> I get along sure. with his wife. Crystal now my next to you, Maria. Right. Yeah, like, but for real, like, it's really not a reason for everyone not to get along. Like, I get along with his wife, Megan. Mm-hmm. He gets along with Marlon. Miss Apple is literally like the glue because she's like another mom to me. Right. And, you know, some people do really think that it's odd. Like, Makaya has had friends that be like, or I remember her teacher in middle school saying like, it's really weird that, you know, your family is so, like, you know, what did she say? I don't remember what she said, but Makaya was really confused because that's all, all Makaya know, or all, all the kids know, is us getting along. They don't, like I said, Makaya was two when all mm-hmm. the little stuff was going on. So all she knows is that. So when they say that, she was like, nah, it's weird that your family doesn't get along. That's that's weird. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so I'm I'm truly grateful that we are able to be that example, especially now when it counts. So yeah, I think it's weird for people not to get along. I think it's starting to become more normal. There's a lot of um, TikTok families that are like us. The dads get along, the new husbands, the new wives, like they are all you know one cohesive family. Mm-hmm. So I think it's starting to become the more more of a norm. Because, like they say, it really does take a village. And if we're not getting along, then we're not a village. Exactly. And then when you don't get along, the kids can play you off of each other. And that will turn into so much mess. And they will sure try when they reach a certain age. Ooh, yes, they will. I haven't had that issue yet. Or hopefully not ever. But definitely haven't had to run into that. Yes. Lucky you. Oh, Lord. Lucky me. You'll catch on really quick. Yeah. You know your kids and you you know your children. You're going to catch on really fast. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see him. I didn't went through Katie's phone a few times and see some stuff that he told us that. I'm like, oh, you ain't tell me that. And we asked his dad not to tell me, too. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Could have been a man thing. It was, but <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. And see, at least he has him to do that. 
you know, that's, that's a blessing because just think if he didn't have him to go to for those male questions and he asked the wrong person, they misled him the wrong way. So it's still good that it's still a parent. It's his dad. I was definitely surprised by the response and the good advice he gave him. I said, okay, I ain't even going to question you because you gave good advice. So I'm going to just leave it there. <laughs> they do all right sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we get out of here, before we do the game, I just want to ask y'all, what advice would you guys give to a family who is not doing so well in the co-parenting or blending of the new spouses and stuff? I would say um, keep open communication. You know, keep open communication, set limits and expectations for your children because you got to create a healthy environment, whether they're at home with you or they're off with your ex-spouse and their family. So I definitely say keep the communication open and keep trying. And a prayer always works. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is to just stay positive when, because your children are going to have questions and just make sure that you keep a positive tone when you're talking about your ex-spouse and make sure, again, you spare them details and you limit them on the things they don't need to know. So mm -hmm. they don't have to be involved in the, the negative aspect of it. Just protect the child as much as possible and open communication. Yeah. Um I would I would definitely say every parent loves to say I love my child more than anything. But do you love your child more than you hate their dad or do you mm -hmm. love your child more than you hate his girlfriend or do you love your child more than you hate what he don't do or what you don't have or what you you know what I mean what you don't mm -hmm. get. So mm -hmm. If you truly love your child the way that you say that you do, then you will put all the other feelings that doesn't matter to the side to try to make it work as as best as you can. Now, I do know that, unfortunately, some circumstances are harder than others and just they're the other person is just difficult wow. and you can't mm -hmm. work with them. But I've also seen people overcome that obstacle because once you get to know the wife or once you get to know the girlfriend, she's the gateway to build that relationship that you need. Yes. So don't always count the, the wife out or the girlfriend out because because they could be the gateway that you need in that, order to get that relationship with that your child needs with their dad. So, you know, definitely try to take yourself out of it because I'll be the first to say, like, Caleb and Micaiah said, his wife, she's literally like the the best help I could ever ask for. She is truly her her husband, which is their dad's helpmate because like he has to travel for work and all of that. And like there's been plenty of times where it's their dad's weekend and he's out of town. She's here at 445 when they get out of school to pick them up mm -hmm. and she takes them to practice and she takes them to games and whatever else it is that they need to do. She don't miss a beat. So I would definitely say it's beneficial to try to build that relationship with their spouse. Utilize that relationship. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> For sure. Goes back to the village. I really hate when there's a parent like, don't have my kid around that girl or right. that guy. Ugh. But like I think I, that goes back to what Maria was saying. If there's no more feelings involved, yeah. and usually when, you know, if the other spouse still has feelings for the other, that's when you deal with the drama the most. But when there's no feelings involved and you both have moved on, you got a clear slate to really build something for co-parenting. That mm -hmm. That's a good foundation. Yeah. 
That's so funny because Brent, uh, Troy was telling me something. Brandon told him um, <laughs> he was here. And this was right. Brandon was telling him, like, um, I'm the reason why all his kids still get together because none of the other baby mamas do it. And he was, and he said he don't even do it all the time. And I was like, what? I don't know about all of them, but I try to. No, you do good. I try I to say, you can't, with... We ain't even met all of them. Uh, yeah, right. I right. But the ones, them. yes, you do yeah. do great with keeping that going. And mm-hmm. But you don't have to. And that's the thing. But I you don't. do do good. You but do do great with I that. I know growing up with my situation and meeting my siblings later on down the line. How yes. So regardless if they want to or not. I I remember that growing up, so I want I don't want that for them. And then he got so many. Key market ended up dating a brother or something. I don't want that to happen either. We don't want that. To happen. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. <laughs> but they'll all be younger than her. And Mo don't give me those younger dude vibes. Either. That's no, what we. Not that's what all. we know, though. That's what we know. I'm okay. pretty sure Mo and Keenan are the oldest. <laughs> you ain't gonna do my boy like that. Now he already, you know, was out here. Swinging and swinging, but let's was or is was or is yeah (laughs) is is (laughs) answer. So I wanted to go back to something you said, though, Kelly, and your and your um, advice about being honest but not being negative. So, Mm -hmm. like, what our oldest kids are are grown pretty much now. How honest do you be with them if they come to you about something negative? Like, how do you? answer that without being too negative but being honest I ain't gonna lie I still tiptoe around it because I mean because I, I do have a great respect for her dad and it, I, the, it's one of those things like is it worth even going into detail about mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like what, what what is she going to gain from going into detail about you know what may have happened when she was five or six or eight you know what I mean like yeah I won't benefit from that it won't and do neither neither with, neither you know with as a teenager they hold they, they'll hold on to stuff yeah like I can tell her something uh, answer a question from when she was seven and now she's developing a different view of her dad because of something that I said. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? So, Not like, Kimara never really asked me about, like, past issues. I think most of her stuff is more like how she feels about situations with him currently. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to value her opinion and her feelings. But then at the same time, I'm like, be lucky for the stuff that you do get mm-hmm. or, you know, have had with him because from what I hear, and this is his hearsay, some of the other kids don't get that. So mm-hmm. not to take away from, you know, how you're feeling or anything, but don't only look at the negative, you know, because there are multiple positives in the situation. So I, for me, being honest with her is more so trying to make sure she knows that I'm not devaluing how she feels about the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, does. That's just um, you're what you're trying not to do is undermine what's taking place with the child and the other parents. So there's respect there. Right. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because she told me she actually told me something yesterday or today. And she told me her response. I said, Kimora, that's still your dad. I don't care right. about the situation. Be respectful. 
Mm-hmm. At the right. end of the day. But what about those moms that have to go through the the other parent, uh, the male saying negative things to the child and the child coming back and telling you what they've said about you? Mm, that's happened. Yeah. I think the best thing to do is not to go tit for tat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's well, the I best have thing. Because she corrected it herself, so... And usually girls will when it comes to their moms, you know. And it wasn't even nothing really bad. It was just more so like, how dare you say that when you X, Y, Z, you know. Right. And I see my mom doing this, you know. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's the scary part. You don't ever want them to. And and that goes back to them finding out when it's time. You know, timing is going to be everything. And with co-parenting and getting along with their new spouse and things like that and marriage, it's going to all be in time for everything to come together. But I know I don't want to be the bad guy when it all comes together. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I want want to maintain Mm-hmm. I see it right because my mama said this. My mama uh, told me so, you did that. Nah, yeah, um, buddy. that's right. me because a lot of people with Katie's situation are like, "Well, why do you even still allow him to call, or why do you do this?" I'm like, "There will never be a time where anybody on either side, my son or the family, said, well, you kept me from him, or you didn't let me.' No, because it goes back to you'll discover your own, you know, opinion on the situation as you grow older. So. It's what it is. Isn't it like isn't that called malicious parenting or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know it had a name. I didn't even I think it's malicious parenting. <laughs> but I mean I can see I can see that being so because I do know parents that are like, You ain't doing this, so you can't see this kid or you can't do that. Oh yes. Yeah, that's yes, called, yeah, that's malicious parent syndrome. I'm almost sure of it. Oh, I know. Mm. I'm about to make a status. Y'all out here yeah, when, when one parent, parent um attempts to punish the other parent, that's malicious parent, and to to go too far and de- deprive their children of the other parent well, by know, placing a bad light on the other one because you're not hurting nobody but the kid. That's right. That's sad. Uh, it really has a word. I knew I heard of it, but it's too bad. Yeah, I'm like this. We had this kid together. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like Maria said, as long as the child is not being hurt and being treated well, and, you know, I don't have no problem with it. I don't keep nobody from seeing nobody because at the end of the day, I need your help with this little girl. Yes, for come sure. Get to understand how men are, what she's walking into in life. And I can't tell her all those things. Exactly. You know? And for the boys, help me through it. Them. Yeah, but, we can teach know, them all day that we will. But if they're not seeing it or feeling it from the actual male perspective, then it's really no. I mean, it's not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say there's no point, but they can't it's get just, the true feeling of it, right? Because it's coming directly from a male, you know, the one that would probably do this. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. I think that's probably why what Caden told his dad, he wouldn't tell me because I asked him, like, why you don't talk to me about this? And he's like, well, maybe when I get older or I'll be like, you know, because, you know, I'm outside, I'm hands on. So I do drills with Caden and stuff like that. And he asked, asked me something about doing something. He's like, but you're my mom. And I'm like, I know that, but just let me do it. <laughs> like, it's not the same. You're not a man. Right. So. Can't wear both of the hats all the time, sissy. Oh, no, I know. And, you know, back in the day when I was younger and we used to send each other Happy Father's Day, I feel so stupid for doing that. And I hate that I even did it because I cannot be nobody's father. 
Yeah, but they weren't. We didn't know no better. I know nobody showed. Literally, nobody showed us how how to parent. You know yeah. what I mean? We had to. We figured it out as we went. As we went, exactly. Right. And we're still figuring it out every day. <laughs> every day. day. Yeah, I definitely can. Or that's just like women. I don't need you. Yes, you do. Exactly. Yes, you do because you cannot do all the manly stuff for this child, like at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into this game real quick. It's called Memory Lane. So I'm just going to ask a couple questions. Y'all answer them, and we're just going to go down memory lane. So the first one is, what's the... Dang, Marie, I think I asked this one on our last episode. But it's, what's the first memory that comes to mind of us? So me and you. Me and you, sissy. Whoever, yeah, whoever wants to go first. Um, when we were at the park and we were having a photo shoot, um, you were four years old, and um, you wouldn't take pictures. You didn't want to, <laughs> and we begged you. To, we begged you to. Whatever. Um, <laughs> trying to think. I guess my first memory of you was when uh, I came to visit seventh grade summer going into eighth grade and tj brought you to mama house over there off of cleveland mm. what was that off of what like gregory and cleveland um, down there yeah that's i probably, remember that's that's my first memory of you okay. and then i remember what when i went back to jacksonville we started writing each other back and forth <laughs> oh that's so old <laughs> <laughs> right back, WB. Yep. Uh, right. We, no, we was like mail, like US Mail it. Yeah. Like <laughs> real letters. She was my pen pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Up. Right. Um, what do you remember most about the delivery of your first child? Oh God. It was traumatic. Uh-uh. It was so. I'm I'm what you call a hard stick when it comes to like getting IVs and stuff. I didn't know that till I went to have a child. They stuck me eleven times Dang. to get my IV in. Yes. Then I was in labor for ten hours, all natural, normal, thugging out these uh, contractions, and then finally <laughs> it was like I can't take it anymore. I get an epidural. They give me an epidural. And then I can still feel the contractions on the left side of my body. And at first I wasn't going to say anything because I was like scared. And then I finally said something. So they had to take out the epidural, give me a new epidural. Just Ooh. for an hour later, her heart rate kept dropping and they had to come and do an emergency C-section. Oh my gosh. Traumatic. But we survived. Amen. She just stopped breathing and stopped moving. I was 16. I was tired. I was Yours exhausted. is way more traumatic than mine. Yeah. Um, we were both pooed out. You know, we've been going for hours. And uh, finally, they did an emergency C-section as well. And that made all the rest mm-hmm. of the children C-section too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Kimara. Oh, no. I don't even think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. With Kimara, mine was kind of funny. I I was natural. I didn't get no epidural. 
I remember Mama was on one leg, Mama Shell was on the other leg, and at research, not research, at uh, Truman, the door area was like a little foyer, so it was a door, then it was a little area, then there was another door, and Kelly, Kendra, um, Kara, all of them <laughs> standing in the little foyer, all in the windows, smiling and cheese. I'm like, y'all smiling, but this is not fun right now. <laughs> Y'all all looking here with my legs <laughs> spread open. This is not what's up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So you had that okay. experience with Casey, though, occasionally. Uh, yeah. Holding mm-hmm. but, I, but she knew I was in there. They just popped up. <laughs> in the window. Just popped up. Say, Lord. That it is. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any of your teacher's names? Yes. My uh, fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Tucker. She was on maternity leave. You know how when you get close to the end, you go to the doctor every week. Uh, she picked her appointments for every Friday. Friday. So we had that substitute. So <laughs> I decided that would be the crayon fight day. So yeah, I, I did oh, crayon fight almost every Friday. Friday. At least three. Every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Not the crayon fight. Yeah. During reading time. I get some crayons, they be broke. I throw one or two of them. You know, I was bad then. I throw one or two of them, and then I just get it started. Yeah. Okay, everybody's throwing them. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Lord. At least it wasn't a spitball fight. No, no. Oh, God. Or a food fight. It was crayon. <laughs> I remember the last time, I, the last day I did it, they made me stay after and clean it all up. I didn't care. It was fun. <laughs> I got that ass in trouble when I got home, though, because they finally went ahead and made that call. <laughs> That's funny. Took a few times. Yeah, it took a few times. I don't know why they thought it was going to be different. She let me get away, but it was. I'm, I'm throwing them crowns again. <laughs> that was wow. What about you, Maria? Remember a teacher's name? Oh. The only teacher I can really think of at this moment, I remember my middle school music teacher, Mr. Buford. Buford? Mr. Buford, yeah, in the sixth grade, he was our music teacher. Music class was my favorite class. So we we had to do the uh, the Aaliyah dance, the Are You That Somebody from the video. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it was great. Yes. That's the only teacher I can think of at this moment. Okay, what was your favorite cartoon? Shira. Shira, what is that? She-Ra and He-Man. Y'all know I'm much older than y'all. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Oh, I know God. who He-Man is. I ain't never heard of She-Ra. Me either. She-Ra would be with He-Man, guys, before she yeah. had her own show. That was the one with the blonde hair. Oh, interesting. I'm going to have to look that up. I like Jam and the Rockers, too. Oh. Don't know them either. Yeah. yeah think, you got are it. they a band like the Chuck E. Cheese band? No, I would be so scared to watch <laughs> What? It's it, they kind of look like Barbie, but like rocked out. Oh yeah, no, I don't remember that. I can't really remember too many cartoons, but I loved Bobby's World. Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Arnold's good too. Oh, hey Arnold, yes, that was I did. Rugrats. I loved Rugrats. Yes, Doug. Oh, Doug. Yes. Um, recess. Recess. Yep. Oh, recess was good. <laughs> And that was, I think we were older when that came out. We were. the lady, you guys, and now her 
daughter or her niece does it um, on PBS Magic School Bus. Is that still on? That still come on? Yes, it does. What? This ain't a cartoon, but I used to love watching it. Um, the what's the lamb one? Lamb chops. Yes. Yeah. You remember? Did y'all remember? I used to have to watch it. We had to do it. I had to watch it. I didn't necessarily like it, but I had to watch Lamb Chop. <laughs> do y'all remember Eureka's Castle? Yep, I sure do. You so no. love that. Is but Eureka's about... Castle the one that had the sloth in it? I just remember Batley the Bat. <laughs> oh, no. What about, yeah, this ain't a cartoon either, but do y'all remember, and this might be more for you, Maria, Gullah Gullah Island? I love Gullah Gullah Island and Bananas yeah. in Pajamas. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> What about Inspector Gadget and DuckTales? Oh, I did like Inspector Gadget. Yes. Yeah, all the way, you know, before school starts. Yeah. Jerry. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you guys don't know who she is. I don't, and I'm definitely. Okay, okay. Her. What about the Thundercats with Lino and Pat? I do, know, I do know that one. I do know oh, that one. That's one of the best. <laughs> that was one of the best. Okay, this next question doesn't have to be a as a child, it could just be at any age. What was your uh, most memorable birthday? I think it's going to be this year. The one coming up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kelly. Yeah. I got two. Really? So the first one was when I turned 26, and I had an all-white party, and everybody came in town, and... I think we might have been there maybe an hour at the most, but in that time, we got our car stolen. Kelly, oh. you don't remember this. We got the car stolen. Um, I got key at the club because I was so drunk, I fell asleep in the bathroom, and some girl said I was getting raped by Lafayette and Justin. What? <laughs> Your cousin? Yes. <laughs> so they carried me out the club, and all I can remember throughout the night was uh, the song, Put Your Hood Up, came on, and it was a thousand Kansas City hats being thrown in the air. It was wild. It was like, dude, dude, where's my car? And um, what's that movie where they went to the wedding in Vegas and Mike Tyson was in there? Um, oh, Hangover. 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 It was yeah. those two movies mixed together. You don't remember you being in the car and me um, yeah. there and sitting next to you and Tisha was in the front seat. I said, what the hell is wrong with my sister? Yep. And DJ Arrow. And Tisha was, was like, she had a good time. She's okay. I said, are you all right? Yes. Arrow yes. was... I told them, though, I said, either I'm going to be a crybaby be drunk or I'm going to get kicked out. And I did both. I know laying in the car, my lashes was on, the, on my cheek. My dress was gray. We get kicked out of everywhere. <laughs> and Era was so mad. That he, this is before he was big time DJ Era. He had a Taurus. And, you know, the top of the roof was hanging down. And I was... <laughs> I threw up in his car, like halfway in the car, halfway outside. He was so mad. And Bethany was cussing him out, like, she's drunk, dude, shut up. Like, going off. I'm like, and I'm laughing, throwing up, laughing, like, y'all is a mess. Get me to the room. Right. <laughs> so that was the first one. And then the second one was when I turned 30, because it was the year that Corey died and the year I was mad at him, or the day I was mad at him, and then he passed away. So those two are the most memorable birthdays. God, wait, Crystal. I'm sorry. Right. Ask me that next that question next year. I'll have some stuff for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
Next one is where was your favorite hangout spot as a teen? Mirage. Bannister Mall. Bannister? I don't know. Not, I, can't, oh, I can't think of nothing. I'm trying to, where was, I don't know. Definitely I, War Parkway. Or the skate War Parkway. Ring. Mirage. I, I wasn't a teenager when I was going skating, though. I was yes, in my like, school. No, when we, not the one in Grandview, the one that was like, maybe that was me and Lydia. Yeah, that had to be you and Lydia, because we didn't go skating. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> Sissy? The park. I would say um, Mirage. It was like a little teen club we went to every Friday. And then, um, you know, I would sneak out with Mama and go to City Park. <laughs> that that was a lot of fun, even though we were just sitting. It's like being on Prospect, you know, or Crankshaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but it's inside a park. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun time. All right. Next one. What's the worst scar you got from childhood? Physical scar, not emotional. <laughs> uh, above my left eye, a cut above my left eye. I was running to mom and I got a cut on the stereo. Ouch. I got the corner of the stereo and then another time running in the laundromat and I chipped my tooth. So now one of them is back further than the other. Oh. Yeah. I know it's not a scar, but shit, every time I smile, it feels like it's a scar. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I got these three cuts over my left eyes, like three little slashes above my left eye. We we had this cat, and my mom kept telling me, get out of his face, get out of his face. And I wasn't listening. That that thing scratched me (laughs) on my (laughs) eyelid. You know, cats don't play that. They do not in their, play. In their personal it space. was real fast. Scratched me on my eyelid. Oh. I still got the scar to this day. Oh, got, since we got left, we got left scars then mm-hmm. above our eyes. I got two, um, one on my thigh and one on the toe on the second mm. leg. The one on my thigh, I was skating in the house, and Mama, I came in to get some some to drink, and Mama was like, "Stop skating the house with them uh, with that cup." Y'all remember the Tom and Jerry um, jars? They used to come with peanut butter and jelly in Jelly in them, yep. Yeah. So we every time them. we used them, we would keep them for cups, right? Right. That's right. So I'm, I'm skating through the house trying to give me some water, and boom, I fell. Split my leg open. Blood shoots on the ceiling. Oh, God. Yeah, I still got the stitches on there now. And then on that same leg on my toe, I don't know who I was riding with, but I was on the back of somebody's bike. And they wouldn't let me off. I didn't have no shoes. And I put my foot down and tried to stop. And my toe got turned in the tire. Yeah. God, dog. I got the stitches from that. (laughs) Yeah. A mess. Okay. Next one. Tomboy, though. Definitely. Right. (laughs) All right. Do you remember any of your summer jobs? I never had just a summer job. No. I mean, I've worked through the summer, but it wasn't just like a summer only job. Okay. In the summer, I was a waitress. What's M and D? Come on, Grand. Mac and Daisy's barbecue. He used to go. He just probably don't remember. Oh. Uh-huh. Right there mm-hmm. on twenty eighth, Colorado. Um, 
and down in the projects, but everybody, politicians, athletes, everybody stars would come in. Mm -hmm. They'll come into town. And I made mm -hmm. some good tips to be so young. Yeah. Right. And that was every summer. I did that from 11 to 15. And we know we had to. You know, only family right, was right. in there. So we had to. So the only summer job I had that was just summer was watching Shayla and Nate and Cajun and Kimel. <laughs> oh my God. All, to get, all together? All together. And we should take them to the pool or we would walk to the zoo. Yeah. Oh, in Thailand sometimes. Definitely all together. I know. But the kids I know. love you. Yeah, but it still was a lot. That was too much. Sissy, do you know that um, you, Asia, and like, like what's a woman dresses like in the jeans? Um, a girl. Yes, you. You, yeah, you. Me. Oh, I know. I got I it too. Where, it was all in jeans. To the movies and out to mm -hmm. eat. Y'all had on our trips. They I sure remember. did. Maria, girl. That, that ain't the first time, though, Maria. That is not the first time. <laughs> Okay, next question. I got two more. Who was your first friend outside of family, and are you still friends with them? Yes, Allie May. Allie May, I knew it. <laughs> Been my friend since yes. I was ten years old. Still going strong. I just got the phone with her right before we did this. Yes, <laughs> that's literally. I, me, and Allie have never had an argument. Believe it or not, never had an argument. Never. Okay. We've had disagreements. Like, well. She don't agree with something I said or did, or vice versa. But it's never become an argument. Like it's not one a of those. Out or anything. We have never fallen out ever. Okay. Mine just uh, uh Didi. Mm -hmm. Mama, um, I sure do. Can we went there for me? Yep, and she's the one we yeah, went we, to, didn't we? Right. Yes, she's the one we went. On. And I think you and Jack weren't you like twelve? Mm -hmm. I think you were 13, 1 to 2. Yeah, so yeah, we came. Three children, mm -hmm. and she's a nurse. She's doing really well. Hey, Diddy girl. Mm -hmm. I think my very first friend from kindergarten is Helena Bailey. We still talk. And to answer my question about the teacher, me and her just found my third grade teacher, Miss Littleton, after so many years, and I still talk to her, both of them now. And then um, another one of my first friends, Kiana. She lives in California. We're still friends. But I think I've been friends with them so long because we don't have to talk every day or all the time. Yeah, and but I when I do talk, just talked yesterday. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Agreed. All right, last one. What event from your childhood has made a significant impact on your life? Yikes. Event. Event, situation, whatever. Damn, I meant to ask you to give me a pass. Hmm. I'll go first yeah, if y'all want to. <laughs> the first one that comes to my <laughs> mind is at age nine, finding out that my dad was not my dad. Okay, I'm following you now. Mine would be age oh uh, 26 being diagnosed with Crohn's and irritable bowel syndrome. 
Yeah, that was a big situation. That I was remember. big for the whole family. That was Yeah, I remember mama being down there for a while. Mama was down, yeah. So it was it was a big thing. Yeah. That's mine. <laughs> um shoot. Um Mine's would be waiting 17 years for my mom to get herself somewhat together enough for me to live with her just for four months later for her to die. <laughs> it's like, well, damn. But no, you know why she did it? Why it, took, why it happened like that? Because this kind of how it happened with me and Gina and Corey. It was her time was coming, so you had to get that in word. That's why I had to look at it with, with Corey. Because with Corey and Gina, so, you know, when I left at my townhouse, I had to stay with Uncle Steve. And with Gina having cancer, those last three months I was with her before she passed, came home and got to spend the last five months with Corey. So things happen the way they are supposed to, I feel like. I don't know. That's how you have to look at it to... You know. I mean, yeah, I guess you ain't really got a choice. Mm-hmm. But yes, those are definitely big things. Mm-hmm. Now that we're all sad and stuff, I'm going to get off the phone before I get to cry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? It's actually for me, that was therapeutic for me to be able to say that out loud um, and for it to be on your podcast. You know, the, the struggles I've had with it. And, you know, now I'm open about it and I can talk about it. But before I couldn't, so it's almost therapeutic to know that I can say it out loud. So no, I'm not sad. I appreciate it. Okay. So with that being said, would you be open to doing a podcast specifically? Because I want to do one about my thyroid and stuff, like on mm-hmm. health issues. Definitely. Okay. So we can tackle the, the side of eating healthy and all of that. All that that comes with it. So definitely. Yes. I'm very much open to it. Well, I appreciate you guys so much, Kelly. We appreciate you finally too. able to get on and discuss. <laughs> yes, yes, it was very nice. I I liked it. Perfect. Well, I love you guys. Good night. Oh, love you. We too. love you too. Tune in love next you, week. Okay. Okay. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Love you too. Love you. Hello. Can you hear me, sissy? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's really simple. Okay. Yeah. This that's how you guys laughing at me, Troy. Yes. <laughs> hey, bro. Okay. She's trying to make sure she didn't have no difficulties to record. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So then I just hang up, and then um, when it's time again, I'll send a new link. Again. No, I'm gonna have to send a new link because once we hang up, that link will expire. Okay, we're good. I'll tell you. You got uh, 17 minutes. <laughs> All right. What's my topic? Co-parenting. Um, co-parenting, and yeah, and being cordial, and you know, still dealing with the family. Okay. Cool. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.